Hi everyone, um, penultimate day here in Daytona, Florida. Um, I put a, a, a question out on my Instagram whether people would like to see a video of a roundup of um, how, how it's gone and, and quite a few people said that they would. So um, that's what I'm doing now at the moment. So it, a very mixed bag for me, uh, this event. I qualified in Europe's. I came third in that, missed out on first place by one point. I was leaving all day until the last event, which was a loading event, and I didn't load one sandbag, so I nil quad on that, and that cost me the European Championship, unfortunately. But I still qualified for the Worlds. Um, I came into the Worlds knowing that each day had one good event for me and one bad event. Um, so it was literally each day was 50-50. It was a case of I'd do good on one event, but then I'd have to see um, how much I could improve on the second event and to make sure I didn't finish too low on the standings. So day one, straight out of the blocks, uh, Viking press. It was meant to feel like 140 kilos in the hands, but I think it was a little bit heavier than that, to be fair. Um, I came third in that with 11 reps quite comfortably um, I couldn't get any more out it wasn't the case my shoulders were pumped my biceps were cramping and I just didn't because I've detached them both I just didn't want to push them any any harder or any further um, I was the top Brit on that I beat Felix I beat Nick Best I beat Terry Hollands um, the only world strongman competitor that beat me on that was Blakaitis uh, and I think he got one more rep he got 12 and then the winner got 13 so I was happy with that that was good that was a banker event for me so I was I, I was happy with that next event again like I said before yin and yang the whole competition for me next event was the farmers I haven't got a very good grip um, and that's my that's my worst worst event it's my Achilles heel really uh, that was 143 kilos for uh, 50 feet which is about 15 which is about 30 meters we have to do 15 meters do a turn come back and complete another 15 meters um, I managed to do 15 meters and got halfway around the turn and dropped um, I then literally must have picked the things up about five or six times after that and just edging forward and edging forward so for me that was a PB um, I left everything on the floor. I couldn't have done any more than that. I couldn't have trained any harder for that event than I had. I've been training grip and the actual farmers. And I think I finished 18th on that. Um, that's 18th out of 32 people. So again, it was a PB for me. Um, but placing wasn't brilliant. But the thing that was separating 18th from 17th, 17th from 16th, you're talking, you're talking like feet and inches were separating people. Yeah, I think I believe the top 10 all completed it. Um, so I wasn't a million miles out on my worst event, really. That was the end of day one, and that left me in 10th position overall, which I was happy with set a target that I wanted to be top 10 I wanted to make it to day three so top 10 day two brilliant very happy with that so first event on day two was the deadlift ladder so on the deadlift ladder 
the weights were 265 kilos, 288, 306 and 329 kilos. Now those weights for me aren't an issue at all, I can do those all day long, but it was a timed event and a speed event. So where the issue for me is, I can't do mixed grip or detach both biceps and I can't mix grip at all, I just can't supinate my hands, either hand far enough. And I certainly haven't got the grip to double overhand it. So I had to strap up. So this cost me time. I was the first person to complete the four deadlifts. I also won my heat quite comfortably. I finished seventh on that event. And the only people who beat me on that event were the people that did it without straps. Yes, they deadlifted all the four weights, but they beat me on time. So again, I couldn't do anything about that. I, I, I did the best I could. I know I'm a good deadlifter. I know the strength was there, but I, you know, it takes time to put straps on and off. The Cerberus figure of eight deadlift straps definitely helped me because they were nice and easy to put on and throw on and lift. So again, I was happy with that. I'd have liked to have finished top five, but the gentleman who came sixth, he did it in 30 seconds. Now there's no way, I think I was about 40. So there's no way that I could have shaved 10 seconds off with strapping in. So I did the best I could on that event. Okay, so good and bad each day, like I said before. The next event was the worst event of the day for me. So it was loading. I have a lot of anxiety around loading because I'm very heavy. Um, and I suffer with the anxiety, worrying about potentially having a heart attack, potentially something happening with regards to a cardiovascular system. I am going to hold my hands up. I didn't train it as hard as I could have done. And the reason for that, again, is the fear and the anxiety of it. There's fear and the anxiety based around the cardiovascular aspect of it. And there's also the fear and anxiety of any time I push myself above about 90% on those types of events, I pop a hamstring or I pop a calf, something pops. So all of that's in the back of my head. I managed to do the sandbag, but as soon as I picked the sandbag up, I felt dizzy. I felt like I was gonna pass out, so I had to drop the sandbag. Picked it up again, same thing happened again. I think I picked the sandbag back four times. This is a 150 kilo sandbag, it's not a light sandbag. Um, so I loaded that, then back for the 150 kilo barrel. Again, loaded that, got to the Husafel stone, uh, picked that up, took about five foot, 10 foot with that, and just gassed, just completely enough to the gas because I hadn't been able to train it hard enough because of my mental blocks, my anxiety stopping me, my mind stopping me from training that. So I think I finished 20th on that. Not brilliant at all. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm happy with that because I'm not. Um, you know, there's been a lesson learned though. And the lesson is that I've got to push through this anxiety and I've got to get control of that on this type of event and push through it. Because I know I can do it. The weights weren't a problem. It was a 150 kilo sandbag. Uh, it was a 150 kilo barrel. I think it was a 135 kilo Husafel. Again, the weights aren't an issue. It was all mine with that event. So that was the end of day two. That left me in 12th position. That left me one point away from top 10. So, could I have done any more? One more rep on the Viking press, was that possible? I'd have been able to push through the fear and the anxiety of my biceps? Maybe. Loading, had I been able to push through the fear and anxiety of 
training that harder and pushing myself harder in training in that. Again, there could have been a couple of points there. Deadlift, no. Deadlift was what it was. I could can't have improved on that. Then, to compact, you know, I wasn't feeling brilliant. No athlete's going to feel brilliant. I set a target at top 10. Then to compact that, there was an injury in the top 10. So the gentleman who finished half a point in front of me got an invite through to day three. So in essence, I missed out on day three by half a point. So that was, that was, that was a bit of a tough pill to swallow for me. And day three, um, axle clean and press, 143 kilos, half of the field no repped. Um, I think the winning total was five, and then the next we were looking at fours. I'd have done that. I was doing that in training, not a problem. So I know I'd have done. I know I'd have been top three on that. Next event was power stairs again, yin and yang on on all three days. I don't I don't know how I'd have done on that. I'm not overly tall. I trained the technique. Terry had taught me a really good technique on that. I'd got the strength, but wasn't tall enough. Was the fitness there? I don't know. However, I'm quite sure that I'd have finished. I'd have finished top seven, I think, um, if I'd have got through to day three. But I didn't. So, you know, I've been meditating and mulling things over in my mind, and and where do I go from here? What do I do now? And I've got to take away the positives from this. Okay. And the positives are, I finished top three. Brits, okay. I, I was the top three Brit at that competition. Okay, I qualified at that competition by being the top three in Europe. Those are positives. Um, I also beat world strongman competitors, seasoned world strongman competitors, on an overhead event. Okay, I did that. I beat Terry. I beat Mark. I beat Nick Best. Lakai just beat me by one point, one rep, one rep on that. So I know I have got the strength. The deadlift, the weights weren't an issue, the same as they weren't for the seasoned strongman professionals. But they could, they could, um, they didn't need straps. I did. All right. So again, I know my strength is out. I can keep up with the big boys, and that's another positive to take away from that. So all in all, you know, twelfth position. When you look at it, doesn't sound amazing. But that's 12th in the world out of 32 people at that World's Strongest Masters final. Those people had qualified. They didn't just enter, they had qualified through various things. And you can ask anybody who went to that show or who knows anything about Strongman, the Masters category was the most stacked category of the entire categories there. And I'm not taking anything away from the under 90s athletes or 105s or whatever, but there were world strongman competitors in that. There were Americans in there who were built like fucking tanks, and they are strong boys. I've met some people I, I'd never even heard of this weekend, and they are strong. Um, so, again, these are all positives to take away. So, where does that leave me now? Where does that leave me? Where am I going? What am I going to do? Um, but age is just a number. I'm going to look at doing the UK's and England's Masters. I'm going to look at doing the Europe's Masters. But I want to set some targets for some 
uh, records. Okay, not necessarily world records, but personal records as well. I want to pull a 400 kilo deadlift. I don't know how to use a deadlift suit. I'm going to learn how to use a deadlift suit. I'm sure 400 is there tomorrow. So I'm going to enter the European deadlift and log championships where I'm hoping to pull 400 and press 200. I'm also looking at entering the static monsters as well. An 18 inch deadlift max and a overhead max. Again, I've looked at the world records on that and I believe that I have got them there. So I'd like to take those on as well. So those are the targets and the goals that I'm setting myself for the next year. I'm coming away feeling positive that I know I'm strong enough and that I know I can mix it with the big boys. And in terms of masters, I know I'm one of the strongest masters in the world, not just my country, but in the world. So I'm happy with that. I'm 12th in the world and I've got to take away um, some positives from that and I've got to feel good about that. I've got to say some big thank yous to people as well. I've, obviously, I've got to thank Pivex for their help, not only financially and getting me here, because without them I wouldn't have been able to do this, but also the community and the fact that they care about the athlete and they care about the people, making sure that I'm okay and checking how my mental health is and how I'm feeling about things and just checking me out as a person, not just a commodity, as a person. So thank you everybody at Pivx for that. Thank you for taking your time and having your faith in me. I'm truly, truly grateful for that. I'd also like to thank Cerberus as well. Cerberus came in, they offered me a sponsorship, they kitted me out with belts, uh, neoprenes, straps, everything, the best kit that you can get out there. And I'm not just saying that because I'm sponsored by them, because if it was shit, I just wouldn't be bothered being sponsored by them. I've had people offer me sponsorships and have declined it because I don't think their products are any good. So thank you to Cerberus for having faith in me as well. Uh, thank you to at Official Strongman for putting on such an amazing event in such an awesome venue um, and giving people like myself the opportunity to perform on a world stage. Again, truly grateful for that and thank you very much for that as well. And I'd also like to thank Andy Parker at the Strength Asylum for giving me a facility to train at and um you know always checking in on me and making sure i'm okay so thank you andy and thank you strength asylum and the members at strength asylum too and i'd also like to thank um warren who's a member at the gym and i'm not he hasn't asked me to mention or asked me to say anything but he um gave a sum of money to help me with the costs towards getting here he didn't want any posts on Instagram or me wearing his shirts or any kind of endorsement whatsoever. His exact words were, I just want to see you do well. You're a lad from the gym, you're a local lad and I want to see you do well. Absolutely gobsmacked and thank you very, very much for that wine. And thank you to everybody who sits down, presses that like button, makes a comment, sends me a message, asks me how I am, and just interact with me. Thank you very, very, very much 
I've had a couple of dark days the last couple of days. I'm not going to lie. I'm coming out the other side now and I'm feeling better and more positive about it. But your messages and your likes and your comments have all made a massive amount of difference and helped me push through the, the low moments that I've had over the last couple of days. So I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the people that have got around me. I'm grateful for the friends that have helped me get here. I'm grateful for the sponsors that I've got. And I'm looking towards next year now to do the goals that I've set myself and that I've mentioned in this video. So please keep watching. And if you are struggling with a result that you've had or with a day that you're having or just in general just remember it doesn't last those times don't last those thoughts don't last they will go and just always try and look at the lessons that you're learning from that and always be great I'm, I'm grateful that i got my arse handed to me on the loading because that's a lesson that i've learned i'm grateful that i pb'd on the farmers but i still got my arse handed to me. I'm grateful for those things because they are lessons and you learn a lot more with defeat than you ever will with a victory. So again, thank you to everybody and I hope this video hasn't been too long and too ranty and, and, you, and you found it interesting and enjoyed it. So thank you and 